You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. But more important than that, follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. If you were talking about the show, use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers. I mean, you could also use hashtag CRS Podcast or hashtag CRS. I mean, you know, we kind of check everything, right? Yeah, if you can use Clock Radio. The problem with using hashtag Clock Radio Speakers is it takes up way too much space in a tweet. Right, exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, speakers.com All the episodes, all 643 episodes of this show, <laughs> you can check them out there. We're I, also on. I just like to note, they're really, for if you're a new listener to the show, don't fret. If you like this, you do not have 643 to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really like 280. It's 280. Um, <laughs> this is episode 242. Welcome to episode 242. Why do, I, why do I think we were in the high twos? Okay, we're approaching the mid twos. My yeah, bad. We're coming up on 250 in a little bit. Yeah, we got to do something. We got to start celebrating these milestones, man. Maybe another merch run. I think it's time. Mm. Something I different, though. Time. Something different. I have an idea. I have, a, I have an idea. I think okay. I've thrown it away. Okay. Um, I think it will be really, really dope. I just have to get with uh, my merch and design guy. Shout out to Ian. And uh, just have him mock it up for us. I think it'd be dope. Is it... Is it going to say I feel like CRS in the front, or what do you what do you think with, of that? With uh, an old English font, I mean, and I, I, just as a, just as a suggestion, you could maybe use a really cheap T-shirt. Yeah, of course. I mean, Gildans okay. are like they're like three, four bucks. I'm going to kill them. So much money. Mur- anyway, it's so much money. You know what I'm saying? Like those. Listen, those those Ronnie Fogs that I tweeted today. I I need those. So if we can flip that money and have enough to pay all of our clock radio speakers bills and have some sneaker money on the side after we split it i was gonna say is you know does elect have a sneaker budget because if not you know not to get all dj calibs you know you you played yourself a little bit i mean you gotta gotta look out for that you gotta look out for that sneaker sneaker line item in the contract yeah i i kind of messed that up but (laughs) i I think i think that i can i think i can finagle that in we've got some some things in the work where they may need me for a sneaker budget. So, oh, you know, shout out to Elect. So if they, they, they gonna have to come up off, you know, everybody's got a price. I'm gonna have to start sticking dollar bills in people's mouths like Ted Biasi, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this, I mean the, the, the Instagram modeling gig, that doesn't pay for itself. Like, you know, you, you, right. you'd, you'd accept a sneaker sponsor. Oh God, yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Without question. I any Asics, Puma, Nike, Adidas, Reebok, however you want it, uh, uh, Etonics, <laughs> British Knights, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? LA Gear, do it. LA Gears, I'm I'm down for the call. What, what about like the wheelies? Would you do that? Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Just imagine you trying to look like an Instagram model with wheelies. <laughs> My, they couldn't be pictures. They would have to be videos of me. Just like. <laughs> Skating from one side of the frame to the other in slow motion. In slow of motion. Of course, that that wouldn't that wouldn't bode well. I do that just for the for the LOLs. I don't even just think the they lulls. make. I don't even think they they make wheelies in a thirteen. <laughs> if they do, then something's wrong because I need to know if you're wearing a size thirteen and wearing and buying wheelies for yourself. I mean, sometimes you got to get around. <sighs> we got Tupac for that. <laughs> We, we just jumped right into the ridiculousness. Um, we absolutely, we didn't even talk, you know, I noticed we didn't even talk about like the whole 
Armand signed a record deal thing. We haven't yeah, talked about the show. We're sort of we're sort of referencing that, but yeah. hey, you signed a deal. I signed a flipping record deal, which is still crazy to like comprehend. So yeah. So you, so you I, sold out. I sold out. <laughs> um I will be making like I'm sampling all eighties pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of David Bowie, Lil Lisa Stansfield, some mm. some uh some uh Gloria Estefan and Miami Sound Machine. Um okay. going real sh- bright. Yeah, real bright. Gotta 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 bring the brightness back Could, to hip hop. We, we, too- we brought the eighty we brought the nineties back, but we didn't really bring back the shiny suits. Yeah, nah, nah. We brought back like I can't say what we brought back because some of that stuff I'm working on for my merch. <laughs> um but we we it was like ninety seven. It was, was like, say, it was like 96, 96. I was going to say, you got, do you have shiny suit merch? Because if so, we need to end this podcast right now. And I need to see some of this shiny suit merch. Yeah, I, I wish. Um, I was, I've been going through uh, my catalog for the last few days, coming up with some stuff because I'm working on a drop in the next, I don't know, maybe month or so. And I really, really wish that they had shiny suits. That would be really dope. Um, but alas, they do not. Mm. Um, as long so, yeah. as long as the as long as the physical for your next album has like an ad, has like an ad where you can call a one eight hundred number for your merch, like this is like the late nineties and you're getting some woo wear. I think that's I think that's the move. We need to we need to make this an enhanced CD. <laughs> put a with, CD put it in CD ROM with, with with real player clips of of you making the album. Yep, real player, <laughs> quick time. All that stuff. It needs to come with an EXE of a Streambox Ripper. We need to really make that happen. 100 free hours on AOL. Got to come with the CD, baby. Anyway, we, we jumped right into it. Um, we told people where to follow the show on Twitter, right? We'll make sure we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, at CRS Podcast. I mean, we haven't told people where to find you. I mean, I'm on Twitter as well, at Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. You can follow me. More importantly, follow the show. Shout out to Fourth District, uh, where you can also find our episodes along uh, with uh, the regular website, clackradiospeakers.com. So, did good. they post our episode last week? I don't think they did. I post the episodes there. So, I, oh. did, I, I, did, I did the raucous. I forgot the one before that. That's, my, that's on me. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I used to have I'll... more time in my life. <laughs> right, I mean... It's, on, a, little like, t- it's you know. a little tight right now. So, I might, I might have to talk to, to Dan to see if I can um, get, that, get that going again. Because, you know... I was impatient before. I was like, Dan, I work from home. I can take a quick break, upload it. No big deal. Now I have no time. I got no time for anything. So I ain't mad at that, man. I ain't mad at that. I I, I was about to go off like fourth district district's about to get a disc record. No, 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 no. no. Post episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's all me. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take that. I'll take that. So what's up, man? Like last week was the, the raucous retro as you, as you just, as you just said, like, um, it was amazing the 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 feedback that we got. It was very nostalgic. Yeah, um, definitely some nostalgia for most def. Um, I know you heard from somebody, but I think I heard from somebody else too. We, people didn't really appreciate how harsh we were being about company flow. Yeah, we got we got a couple of jabs back for that. Um, I understand company flow's place in underground hip hop in terms of what they represented, what they did. I I totally get that. I respect that, and I don't disagree with it. I just didn't like their music. That's fair. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where when you weren't into it at the time, when you go back and revisit it, that particular era of company flow did not age well. That too. And I'm sure there's that, other music that we talked about that we were like, oh, this is still so good that if I didn't have my rose-colored nostalgia glasses on, right, that you know, I would be like, nah, right, eh, exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. But we understand there's a there's a sect of people like Ruckus is one of those labels that it didn't really hit on a mainstream level. Artists and songs did. Your Umi says, oh, no, Simon says, et cetera, et cetera. But like Ruckus as a whole still was very much centered um, with one particular fan base. And so that fan base went very hard. But on the grand scheme of things, their impact wasn't that big. So but the crazy part about it is, I mean, you know, people still had an experience. Most people still had an experience with Raucous as a whole. Because, mm. um, I mean, in, two th- in 2000, is it safe to say that during that time, like people were getting to the place where they were listening to everything? So you had black on both sides, but you were also listening to, to Ja Rule and you were also listening to, you know, uh, kind of Cash I, Money. I, I, well, I think there was still a little bit of regionalism there. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean. Anyway, so, um, so what's new with you, man? So, so you got signed. So does that mean I'll ask the I'll ask the question. When's the album coming out? What? Okay, I had to ask. Listen, I'm not. All I'm gonna say, and I'll just say this, just for my Clock Radio speakers audience, or for the Clock Radio speakers audience, just because you guys have supported for for so many years. I'm not. What I'm the only thing that's gonna be traditional about Elect is that it's a it's a label. Hmm. So. Everything that we're going to do starting very soon through my tenure there, however long I'm going to be there. So whether it's one project, one whether it's 100 projects, um, it will not be typical of uh, what you're used to a major label or an independent label or even just something greater than, you know, Doc and I <laughs> sending files over Dropbox and uploading it to Bandcamp and putting it out like this is going to be... Um, very different. I've got some room and some resources to play with, and I'm gonna play with every. I'm gonna play with every toy in the closet. So you know, just expect the unexpected. And if you want the rapidy raps, get snooze button four because the rapidy raps will still be there, but not to that degree. Um, well, right. You got to squeeze them in between. You know, the auto tuned hooks. Of course. Okay. Listen, listen. Now I'm in the business where like I have to. I'm in. I'm in the music business now. You know, like so. This is. We have to worry about numbers and 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 selling and you know making the business money. You know what I'm saying? So you're not I'm a businessman. You're a business. Let man. me handle my business. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, all, all I'm saying is 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 it's going to be different, but it's going to be great. I mean, it's I'm gonna, I, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to auto tuned rapping over breakbeats. Frankly, I think that's just that's the next move. It's right there. So you have <laughs> rappers right. rapping over breakbeats, and you have rappers using auto tune. But if you merge them together, right, right, nobody's done it. Mm. Nobody's done it. So what what what's new with you, man? What else is going on? Uh, I mean, birthday month. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you know, just uh, you got big plans it, for your birthday later? I will be going to L.A. Mm. the end of the month. Um, so if you're in the LA area, don't look for me. <laughs> My schedule's already wrapped I was up. Gonna say, signed to a label, but nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. Um, I will not be doing any. Sh- you know, people. I, I've kind of tweeted about it, and some people were like, "Are you doing a show?" And no, no, not rapping. I got, I got people out there. I got friends out there. I got family out there. I'm gonna go shop and I'm gonna go eat. Um, Doc, you're a food guy. Mm. I want you to follow this Instagram account or at least look at it. Okay. Um, it's all it's going to do is make your chest hurt, but it looks good. <laughs> it's uh, it's LA food junkie. Okay. It's just, it's beautiful. But I know you like you're healthy, but you're like, you're fake healthy. 
I'm not healthy at all. Did you see that? Yeah. D- did you see that ridiculous Shake Shack burger I put on? I, I had last week. We got to have a conversation about that. What? So you mean to tell me you came to Ohio? Yeah. We had um smash burger. Trash burger. Yeah. <laughs> you slandered it. Because <laughs> this this when you had smash burger, this was your second time. Second or third time, time having it. Second yeah, time third time having it. Third time having it. So you were already going into it saying, I don't really like it, but I'll be open-minded. I was going into it thinking maybe the spot I'm going... Because, you know, sometimes, even though it's a chain, sometimes like one location will just mess stuff up. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe the spot in Connecticut is just terrible. Sure. And so I was walking in and I'm like, all right, let's see what we got. A little skeptical, sure. but, you know, I didn't have my arms fully folded. Nah, they weren't. They okay. weren't. I can tell when your arms are fully folded. I've known you long <laughs> enough to know when... <laughs> When Doc's arms are like all the way like interlocked. Right. It's not even that they're folded. I'm like, I'm also like, you're like squeezing in. You're sort of like yes. compressing. You're like, you got like a little bit of a, of a screw face on. You're like, oh. yes, it's not good. It, it is, so it wasn't that. But then you post that on Instagram. A, be- Instagram. a, a beautiful, beautiful cheeseburger. I, I had Shake Shack once mm-hmm. when I went to L.A. Oh, I'm sorry. When I went to New York, my apologies. When yeah. I went to New York. And it was mad eye. Oh, it wasn't nasty, but it was it was okay. This was un this was unbelievable. New really? Haven and New Haven in general, the food there is ridiculous. As if anybody follows your Instagram, they know. I'm, I'm, there's a whole bunch of stuff I'm not even Instagramming. I, I I I believe that there's a place within walking distance of where I work. It's a Belgian place that does omelets and Belgian waffles all day long. I would like a real Belgian waffle. Yeah, that would be great. They're, uh, it's funny because now they're, they just announced that a, a Giordano's is coming to Columbus next year. So I text my friend who's from Chicago and she immediately says, it's overrated. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing how like when uh, uh, a restaurant is like world famous or, you know, world renowned for their food, but the people who live where it originated from are like, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know why we, I don't know why we do that. Because people say that about like Donato's here. Like people love Donato's here. And I, I would never take you to Donato's. If you ever come back to Ohio, I'll never take you to Donato's. It's not nasty. It's just, all right, there's better spots in the city. So, so aside from burgers, what else is going on? Um, no, sh- nothing, man. NBA, uh, NBA's back? Yeah, NBA. Getting there? Getting there? Well, here's my question. Yeah. Didn't the NBA just end like two weeks ago? <laughs> it's, a, it's a year-round league now. I, I, but I appreciate it. I feel bad for I feel bad for everybody I know from Philly. Wes, yeah. Wes's Instagram feed, uh, Twitter feed was just the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was sad. I feel I feel for him because like, you know, to have the number one pick and uh, considering everything else, it's like, oh, really? So that's a little sad. But I'm excited for the season coming up. Uh, you said yeah. you you said uh, I saw you tweeting. You doing fantasy basketball? I did fantasy basketball. Man. Now why? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. I think right. it was it was one of those things where my boy asked me to join his league. I'm uh I'm absolutely getting league pass this year. Mm. And I want to have a reason to watch the other teams. Yeah. Besides just the five that I'll probably end up watching and you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, "All right, I'll try it. Why not?" And one of the things that I'm 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 learning talking to talking to people um and actually shoot going to talking to my friends are therapists and even going to therapy and all that other stuff. Like I say no too much. I just, I don't want to try it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then I find a million reasons to not do it. 
So I'm being challenged to do things that I normally wouldn't do hmm. that aren't necessarily like bad. I just wouldn't normally do them. There's nothing wrong with fantasy basketball, you know. But in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, man, I, I, I work a lot. I got this going on. I got that going on. I'm not going to have time to set my rosters every day, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, just try to make time for it. At least try. Right, right. So we had the draft on Sunday. I immediately messed up because I didn't know how to draft. So I was trying to get Carl Anthony Towns. I think I had like the fifth or sixth pick or something like that. So, you know, LeBron, Clay, Steph, like all the heavy hitters are gone. So I had auto draft was set to Kevin Durant. I don't want Kevin Durant only because I don't know what number option he's going to be scoring wise on this Golden State team. Right. I'm trying to pick Carl Anthony Towns. I'm pressing the wrong button. I picked Kevin Durant with my first pick. Mm-hmm. I'm already messed up. But other than that, I, I think I, I think I did all right. I think I did okay. I, I got like Isaiah Thomas. I got a couple of big men. Like I, I did all right. Yeah. See, my my thing. I mean, just this just based off my experience. I, I've only ever done fantasy football. You, you become f- a fan of the sport in like a weird way. You start right. to look at teams and players differently than you would if you didn't play fantasy. Agree. You value player some players more than you than you really probably should because they're the way that the fantasy scoring works is how you think about them. Agree. So and fantasy basketball and fa- I mean fantasy baseball is the hardest of all. Like I just I just can't even imagine like really 162 like the the amount of attention you have to pay to that football. You know it's shorter. It's once a week. Like it's it's a little bit easier to work into like a cycle. But yeah, I don't know. Be I'd be interested to hear about your about your experience doing that. Yeah, I'll 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 update you know mm. gradually on on the show. We're not gonna get like a weekly update, like no. week seven. That's not gonna happen. But yeah, I'll I'll keep I'll keep the people and uh, entertained. And, and once we get closer to the actual start of the season, we we might have to have a little basketball session on on Clock Ready Speakers. Of course, we probably should invite some guests too. Otherwise, they're just gonna be mad that they're not on the show, right? Because we'll be like, eh, that team, who cares? And we'll just skip right over it. And meanwhile, they're like, you know, throwing their iPhone or their whatever down on the ground. Definitely not their note. Oof. They, they took it off the market, right? Yeah. That's terrible. I was going to get one. I was going to get one, too. I was going to trade my S7. Is that one of the phones that they were pitching as, like, you put into the goggles for VR? Yeah, everything from the S7 and up is VR. Uh, you know how lucky they are? <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. Right. Right. That would have been bad. I did crack my screen today or like this weekend. Oh, no. That was just, it It literally, it wasn't even a foot drop. It was probably seven to eight inches off the ground. That's the worst. It, it, so do you, have, do you have insurance or anything like that? I do, but I'm not paying $175. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's after insurance? That's the, that, yeah, that's the, that's the deductible. Oh, no. I, I will give, not to be an Apple fanboy too much. I will give Apple credit for one thing. Crack screens are not expensive if you have Apple Care. The funny thing is, is I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That 7S is looking kind of looking kind of tasty. The plus, you mean? Yeah, my bad. Seven yeah, plus. I, it's I, I have the regular seven. I love the seven. But um, I'm in, I'm been looking at some of the, the 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 photos that are being taken on it. Um, I'm just yeah. seeing people I follow and stuff like that. They they're ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny. So like, you know, the so you've seen the, the nice, the decent camera that I have. I brought that to Ohio. Uh-huh. Right. So yep. when we were at, when we were at the Francis show last weekend, last week, the, there were shots that we tried to get on that, on that camera, but because it was dark and there's like weird lighting at this concert and everybody in the stage is moving fast. I couldn't get decent shots. The phone. Now it wasn't as pristine of a quality as you'd get, um, 
you know, from the camera, assuming everything was, was, was right. But the, the iPhone seven was fat. The camera was fast enough that we could grab like clear, clean shots. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with that. But, um, but no, it's funny. Like funny you mentioned you did that. So, uh, Marissa, the back of her, um, of her Apple watch came off. <laughs> what? There's like a, it's the black, it's the little like black circle on it where that has like the heart rate, uh, sensor and everything. It like sure. literally became loose. So we brought it in and they're fixing it for free, which is great. But you know, she was like, they're like, yeah, you know, we have to get it fixed, send it away. It's like three to five days. And Marissa's just like, huh? You know, cause she's used to it. She's yeah, telling sure, me, she's sure. like, she's like, she just told me, she's like, yeah, I keep, keep looking at my wrist be the same if you had to give up your phone like at least with phones you can get a you know they typically just give you a refurb but they fix it right on the spot but can you imagine like not being that with if they told you yeah send your phone away and you'll get it back in three to five days yeah you would look at them like no yeah when they said the three to five days for the for the watch i asked i said you guys don't have like a refurb that you can get like you can swap they're like no there's no stock and i was like i just want to be like all right so what credit will you give me how can i walk out of here with a watch <laughs> right right absolutely but, yeah, um, why did they? Oh, okay, because there's no there's no stock, so they had to ship it from like Apple. Yeah, from the Apple store to wherever they get it repaired, and they turn it right around. And yeah, so what did y'all do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did that was Sunday, so they shipped it out yesterday, and so you know, hopefully she'll have it back by the end of the week. But at least we don't have to pay for it. Right. That's what's up. The re- the the regular price, like if you know, the regular price was like two fifty to get it fixed, but they you know we didn't get charged. So okay, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. I wasn't mad at that. But yeah, crack screen. Oof. Is it like yeah. a spot where you're gonna like where you rub your finger and you feel it all the time? Nah, it's it's up it's in the upper left hand corner. Oh, okay. That's and not that's not few, that's not terrible. Yeah, there's a there's a few dings like towards the bottom. So it's not like directly in the middle, but right, it's right, right where my notifications are. Mm. Um, and then there's like a you could tell like it cracked pretty deep because there's like a is discoloration where the crack is. Oh right. So it yeah. So probably, you know. I got a few other things that I want to, that I want to, I want to get and, you know, still saving for this car and all this other stuff that I want to do. I'll, I'll get one when I get one. I ain't, I ain't too much shit because I still like my S7 Edge a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm using my iPad more and more. They're going to, it's how it starts. Yeah. You get like one thing then you start getting, you think about another and then pretty soon you're like me and I'm looking around and I got like, I don't know, probably 10 Apple products in this house. Yeah. I could see that. Cause I was really looking at like, Hmm, I should. You know, I like my Fire Stick, but if I could get Apple TV <laughs> <laughs> and just AirPlay everything, that'd be great. You you know what was actually really good on the Apple TV is watching the debate of all things, the presidential debates. Oh Lord! But here's here's my question, Doc. Yeah, I know you you your your degree is in political science, correct? That's right. That's right. And I, and I I when we do host I have an occasionally running podcast called Plead the Fourth. We haven't done an episode in a while, but Dan was acting real wild and reckless on Twitter, so we might have to have a podcast pretty soon. <laughs> shout out to Dan Duncan. You just threw him a shot. <laughs> he was acting real reckless. I was like, no, no, no. Um, you know, we're busy guy. Like so, uh, Dan, who is uh, who helps run uh, Fourth District. Shout out to them. But um, yeah. So any yeah. So. I, I've been known to talk and think about politics from time to time. Yeah. So why? I just I understand it, but then I don't. Okay. Um. Just why people are watching this reality TV show known as as presidential debates. I know why, but I right. don't know. I mean, and one, and there's there are a couple of things, right? So 
it's a cliche like, oh, this is the most important election ever. Due to the people involved, I, I wouldn't knock anybody who really felt like this really was the most important election, at least of a generation, mm-hmm. if not my lifetime. Yeah. Um. When when I was a when I was a a, a snot nosed seventeen year old, and it was the year two thousand, and it was <laughs> it was uh, Bush Gore, and I couldn't stand Bush, and. I was like, oh, this is a really important election. I mean, it turns out that was an incredibly important election. Yeah. Right? That's one of those, like, what if moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this seems just f- wildly important. So there's that's definitely part of it. I think another part of it is because, and look, I'll be biased and just say, because Trump and his supporters, I'm not even going to say Republicans, I'll say Trump and his hardcore supporters have really taken this campaign to a new level of it the debates i think people are tuning in because there's a sense of we might not ever see anything like this again like i I don't i think people don't know yet is this the new normal or is this going to be something that people are gonna be like wow do you remember 20 years ago when this happened if it's just like a one like a one shot where trump is just this amazingly like he's an anomaly of a i guess quote-unquote politician but then everything goes back to normal or even or even like, if it's different or maybe not normal, but whatever. But just the like, oh, wow. Like, I think people are there's definitely some of that factor, like especially considering that leaked tape and everything that led up to the, to Sunday's debate. There was definitely a feeling of people legit were like, I don't know what's going to happen. So uh, Bill Simmons, who used to write for ESPN and now uh, has and he founded Grantland and he has the ringer now. He coined a phrase in the, in the early 2000s called the Tyson zone. So Mike Tyson got to a place of notoriety where you would hear a news story about, you could hear almost anything about him and you might go, yeah, that might be true. Right. Yeah. Sometimes people get to that place. We, there is definitely the Donald Trump zone. Like we yeah. are in it. Anything could happen at this point. There, I, I, there, to me, like there's almost no story short of like murder that's off the table that I would go, okay, I might be surprised, but I'm not stunned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've just crossed over into this world that nobody would have expected for a presidential candidate ever. And on the other end of the spectrum, his supporters, they have been listening and they've been listening and reading and watching conservative, really super hardcore conservative media for the past 30 years describe Hillary and Bill Clinton as like the antichrists. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it sounds like rhetoric and you think it all sells papers and gets clicks and, you know, get, gets commercial sales and everything. But when people listen to that over and over and over and over again, you get people describing these two sides in like apocalyptic terms, you know? Yep. So I think that all that contributes to it. I, I was, I was actually kind of tired on Sunday. I was like, you know, I'm waking up at five fifteen. I should really go to bed early before these debates. Like, you ever have those week, those nights like on the weekend where you like you're like yeah I'm gonna set myself up for a great week, yep. You're like I'm gonna get this done. I'm gonna like prep this, and I was thinking to myself yeah I could do that. But then I thought I was like, there's no way I can miss this debate. Yeah, some things you just kind of got to take the L on. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question partly or not. But I'm guessing you haven't been watching too much of it. No, I haven't watched any of it. Um, I just it. And and I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm listening I'm I'm reading my Twitter feed and I would like to think that for the most part I follow you know gener- generally intelligent people mm-hmm. um, where whether I agree with everything that's, that 
agree with everything they say or not on various issues. And I mean, you just won't. That's impossible. Um, that you can get a gist for, you know, all right, this award show is going on. This is what's happening right now. This person is, in a, is on stage. Like, I can get play-by-play. Right. And all of the play-by-play from both sides has been, they're dodging questions. You know, they're, it, it's just been a big pot of slander against each other. You know, I, I'm looking at it like, I very rarely, t- I'm old. Like, I don't even listen to music, like, in the morning or whatever in my car. Unless it's like mine and I'm like trying to clear mixes and stuff like that from the <laughs> night before. But um, I, I was listening to the radio like two weeks ago and they said that they like Flint, Michigan still has dirty water. Yeah. And I haven't heard anybody say anything about that. And so Hillary went and campaigned there. She talked about it. But OK, I hear you. I hear you. I, it's not it's not commonly spoken about. Yeah. And I mean, that's just that's just one of the things. There's so much to talk about in America. There's so much going on in America right now. Like, as you said, this is a very important time for our country. So I would like the next leader of the free world to have ideas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, this is what I want to do for this, that and the third. And if I would see that, that they have an idea, I would love to hear it. Um, But I'm not seeing that. Or hearing it, you know? So it's just like, why? Just like you, like my time is very valuable and I have a lot of things that I need to do and that I'm concerned with and I am concerned about who the next, you know, leader of our country is. But like, if this is going to be the focus, I have other things that I could be like, I could, I could be impacting my world, my culture somehow, putting my hands to something um, as opposed to just watching people sling mud on each other, two grown adults. It's like game and meek on a much larger scale. It's like right. So some of this is, uh, you know, I, I hate to just blame the media. So, but some of this is the media's fault to a certain extent. Um, they 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 cover this like it's a race. So when, like, look, like I, I'm not a conservative, but I don't. If you are conservative, that's fine. Like people have different ways that they want to view the world and they, they want to approach how we solve problems in this world. I don't begrudge anybody their political beliefs at all. Um, what I begrudge is anybody who thinks that, like is any conservative who thinks that Donald Trump is going to solve any of those problems for them. He's a con man of the highest order. He's always has been a con man. He's famous for being famous. He, he really is. His celebrity is based off of what celebrity, like he made a bunch of bad business deals. He got a bunch of money from his dad. That's how he got started. He threw his name on some stuff. He, NBC rescued him with a celebrity apprentice. Like the fact that this guy's running and that people believe the saddest thing is people believe that he's really going to solve problems. And so what they try to cover both sides somewhat equally. And Hillary's terrible at like the sound bites and everything else. It's not who she is. Um, I wish she were more eloquent about it. I'm not the biggest Hillary fan, but the problem is like, I think today was a great example. Hillary came when she was campaigning today, unveiled her her campaign's plan how to end extreme poverty in America. At the same time, Trump is trying to talk about affairs that Bill Clinton had in the 90s. Now, which of those do you think the media is going to cover? Right. They don't care about her plan for extreme poverty. Like that's why in the debates at least like five times Hillary keeps saying go to hillaryclinton.com. Like I have, she has proposals for all sorts of stuff and you can agree, you can disagree with them, but they exist. Trump has like his proposals are like, I'm going to make this better. It's like three sentences. They're amateurish. Like a, f- a fifth grader couldn't get this past a teacher. 
but there's a certain percentage of America that they, they just want they just want to believe that America can be what they think is great again, right? They've heard for decades about how we're becoming weak, we're becoming effeminate, we're becoming whatever. We can't do this anymore. We can't do that anymore. And here comes a man who promises to be a magical candidate. And some people just want to believe. And it's the saddest thing ever. So you don't ascribe to the theory that Trump is just kind of there to make it easier for Hillary, Hillary to win? Not at all. Not at all. No, it does. if only it worked that way. If only it were that easy. I just want... Trump held a press conference before the debate with women who had previously either had affair or rumored to have affairs with Clinton, with Bill Clinton, or one of them had accused him of sexual assault, I think, before. And these have been like long-standing cases. None of this stuff was brand new or nothing that anybody knew about. And the killer thing is like people are... Some people will sit there and go, well, Trump's just proving that Bill and Hillary don't really care about women. What What Trump is doing is... He he thinks he's harming Hillary in the worst way that he think that he thinks a married woman could be harmed, which is, well, you couldn't stop your man from cheating because that's like his worldview. That's how that's like the most damaging thing that Trump thinks could happen to a married woman. Right. He's not doing it because he he's suddenly becoming a feminist of any kind. He's doing it because he thinks he can hurt Hillary. And it's sad because these women have had trauma in their life. They've had genuine trauma and. They're being pulled along for the ride. Like, this is just a gigantic con on all levels. And it's just terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, and that ends. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I just really miss Herman Cain and his 999 plan. <laughs> I wish I wish that would come back. I, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's just really hard for me to care. Like, I care, mm. but... Do I really want to like? I'll go to Hillary's website and I know, I know, it's boring and nobody wants to do it. I know. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not even knocking you. Like, she should really do a better job of 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 explaining of like she needs to do a better job of understanding that not everybody has time to do that, right? What Trump is really good at is branding what he does, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not even not having the time. It's like, are you really dedicated to doing this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds great in theory. You know, like maybe the plan is amazing, um, but I just I don't like that this is how politics are, are ran. Like even the fact that we can blame the media, but at the same time, like the politicians have to pander to that and they have to they feel the need. They have to slander each other. And that's on all levels of, you know, from city council all the way up. So, like this is what runs our country. Like, mm. are we really as far along as 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 we claim to be? Like, it's, it's just it's corny and un, to me unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at my two kids and I'm just like, like this, this is the world that I have to give them. I have to like release them out into mm. with this. Ugh, I just want, I just want better. Like, why is that? Why is that necessary? You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can completely tell you what, what, if you and I are running uh, for the same, you know, city council seat or Senate seat or however right. that works. And I don't have to say, well, Doc's policies are blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm just going to make sure that I completely articulate my point and what I want to lay out and how the process is going to look and any obstacles, what's going to happen if and when obstacles come and how we're going to handle those. And I just hope that you make the best decision. But that to me, that's simple enough. But I guess that doesn't work nowadays. I don't know. You know, silly, silly us for to be concerned about, you know, things like policies and what you care about stuff like like 
Trump Trump's a Trump's a, a, a misogynist to the highest degree, and he said some really disparaging, traumatic things about women. And I'm sure he's done some disparaging and traumatic things to women. Um, Dude bragged about sexual assault, which is astonishing. Crazy. You know what? But to me, that is what you said earlier. Like I wasn't shocked. <laughs> right. What What has Donald Trump done that made you say, "Yo, I can't believe nothing." <laughs> nothing nothing i wouldn't put anything past donald trump nothing right. we're in the trump zone anything's possible yeah so you know i'm like dang well that sucks you know i have a mom i have a daughter i have a sister somebody wants to brag about sexually harassing them i'm you know gonna want to put several bullets in their head but this is just the this is just how crazy people can get and to know that i've always said you can't put anything past anybody like you know, when somebody commits murder and you say, oh, he was such a good kid. How could he have done that? I think anybody's capable of anything. Put them in the right situation. Give them the right resources. Give them, you know, let us respond and react to our emotions. We're capable of anything in our humanity. But for Trump to do that and to say that, that also lets me know that there are a lot of people who maybe think like him, too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ascribed to the, the locker room talk, but. He's not the only person to brag on sexual assault. I know he isn't. What's amazing is he did like his first campaign rally after those comments was in Pennsylvania. And uh, I think he brought out Roethlisberger. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I wish Wait, this Trump was. Did? Are you Trump. serious? I wish I was joking. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. He's the I ultimate mean, but, troll. Yeah, but. Okay, so now I'm looking at it Ben like Yeah. You know that kind of like completely You know, you like, know, right, you know every every person of color on his team is looking at looking at him with a side eye now. You think his line's going to block for him next week? <laughs> also, this happened just recently. I think this happened the other day. Let me look this up. Hold on. Oh, so he didn't bring him out, but he pra- so it, this was so the first rally he had he praised it was in pennsylvania it was after the uh, it was like yesterday and he praised his friend ben roethlisberger so and they got a big applause from the crowd and everything else but like that was the person he thought to mention in pennsylvania roethlisberger his friend ah okay we're in pennsylvania Pennsylvania. but i mean come on really yeah i know i know anyway um you said five minutes i said five minutes on the campaign wasn't gonna happen no it wasn't gonna happen at all so what what else what else what else is there to talk about, man? What else is going on in you, in these streets? You mean French Montana, Frenchie? So we reviewed the album, <laughs> our first like in person episode that was on Periscope. Shout out to our yo that episode got further than I thought. Episode- did, I, did I ever tell that? I say that? No. What do you mean? Like I had um somebody that. I know that is in a completely different sphere of like Columbus. Um, she like texted me the other day and she was like, why were you on Periscope the other day? <laughs> and I was like, uh, cause I was on there and she was like, yeah, well my friend sent me this. So she sends me a picture of her friend screenshotting, um, us on her timeline asking, isn't this your friend? I was like, oh, all right. Well, the movement is moving. And that's when we were talking about Mac and Cheese 4, right? MC4, Mac and Cheese 4, uh, episode 238. If you haven't heard it, you can go to clackreadyspeakers.com and listen. And um, we were listening to a leak of the album. So the story was they, they they were trying to get samples cleared and they couldn't, which 
seems weird. Like, how did you even get those menu? How did you like, I guess they decided to put, to print the CD booklet because it was a physical CD. So they, what, they printed the CD booklet without right. actually knowing that they cleared it. They just assumed they would. Seems kind of risky. That's why I don't believe that it well, was sample clearances. But then the story was that French didn't like, they couldn't get everything cleared and they tried to replay and French didn't like it. So they basically just canceled the album. And then, and that, that's how you know it's not just sample. Like, cause really you canceled the album and apparently the songs will end up in various forms, aka it'll get reworked and re-released as like a mixtape, right? Yeah. But that's pretty, I mean, that's a big swing and a miss, right? Considering you got the Drake stimulus package, yeah, I'd say so. I can't think of the last time an album just got completely shelved after a leak. Like, has it been since the early 2000s? Like, what's I the- was going to say, yeah, that's some early 2000s stuff, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I just... I mean, it physically was for sale in store. Like, it physically like would have been like it was physically done. It wasn't even just like oh, it was. This isn't like a Lupe Fiasco food and liquor thing where like it was at the label. You know, no, no, it was like manufactured. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. I feel kind of bad for French. Sure, same. Um, but you know, I think we talked about it on the. I mean, the album was it was mad all right. I mean, yeah, it it, it had a couple records. Like, it, it has some alright records. Um, I would have I would have liked to seen it. I guess here's my problem with labels and stuff and things of that nature. Like, <laughs> do you in this in this climate do you work a project? Um, do you give it time, or are we still concerned about first week? Or is it one of those instances where you know after a week and a half, two weeks, we've moved on to whatever else? Like projects just don't have a very long shelf life. Right. Unless it's, you know, I mean, God, what project are we still talking about that came out this year? I mean, the big ones, right? Are we? I mean, I don't know what you're listening to, but like, you know, there's stuff I'm, I'm still listening to. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'd like for you to, to name them. Oh, sure. Um, Frank's Blonde is amazing. Um, are you still listening to Frank? Went back and listened to it, and I was like, man, this sounds so good. Really? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pablo had a pretty had a pretty long run. Uh, yeah. I, I was That was the one album that I was thinking of. You know what album really didn't have a long run? What's that? Lemonade. It didn't? No. I mean- Not but at it's, all. <laughs> it's, I think it was the fact that it was the movie. I think there was that also was, a lot that happened early this year. But the songs- um, Sorry had a run and there every I mean every time I turn the radio on I hear um is that hold up I'm not like, sure every, hold up is the the one where she was swinging the swinging oh, the back right, yellow right, dress right, right. kind of had the the sort of reggae vibe to it yeah like that's that single is like low key out of here so some of the songs yeah but like lemonade as a whole no nah. no right and even though we didn't really we haven't really talked about it all that much views quietly sort of quietly incredibly successful yeah, absolutely. And now Drake's going overseas. Yeah, making a ton of money. So if he's going overseas, uh, you know, late this year, early next year, probably it's probably a good thing because it probably means you know no Drake for a minute. Yeah, six dates in London, six that's, dates at the O2 Arena. That's, that's nuts. Un, that's unbelievable. That's serious confidence. Absolutely. That's a heat check right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because if those don't sell out, that's a real problem. Yep. I, I mean, I'm not going to say, but I don't know, man. Like, people really love Drake they, in the UK. They really? <laughs> I think people just really like Drake. Yeah, they do. Okay. 
They do. I mean, but again, that's sort of what we talked about earlier or what I alluded to earlier. Like, why not? Mm. Just try it, you know, because I think he had multiple dates in, well, before he, he twisted his ankle or whatever he did, I know he had multiple dates in Philly. He had multiple dates in LA. He had multiple dates in, in New York. So, you know, I'm sure they have put a large uh, focus on overseas and the UK in general. Let's let's see if we can make some of our money back. Mm. Let's see how successful it was. Why not? Right. And if they're not successful all six nights, I'm sure he'll sell out at least half at minimum. I'm sure he could sell out three of those nights. Right. So why not? And then make him feel bad about the other three nights. Like just do something <laughs> different every night. I'm sure he will. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.